It's time for more Bet MGM tonight with Ryan, Trista, and Nick on the BetQL Network, presented by Bet MGM. Early 39-27 lead for the Sun in the Lynx is the first game of the WNBA playoffs tipped off. The Sun now 14 and a half point favorites. That total went from 159 and a half now to 156 and a half. About three minutes to go in the second quarter. There, jumped in on the Sun when I you could, wanted to and you didn't and do it, man. Trista said do it. Now, do we take Minnesota at 14 and a half? It's minus 115. No, we don't. We stay no. away. No, we Trista. Stay away. Do, she's shaking her head. She no. says, uh-uh. I think the Sun are, I think they're going to pack them up into a little suitcase. <laughs> Send them on their way. Like a little cartoon, just fold them up yep. and put them in the suitcase. Yep, like and... an origami. <laughs> like an origami. Yeah. <laughs> Braves still holding on to a 4-1 lead in the eighth inning over the Phillies right now. Should've you got, uh, you should have. Rangers 7. Oh, yeah, real quick. Rangers first five money line. There you go. Ding. Oh, that was ding. a terrible Build one. That There's a good ding. for the weekend there, a little bit. Yeah, just got to flip it right back into some NFL bets. It'll be fine. A lot of props. A lot of props. Dan Carper came on earlier and gave us some great props. If you missed that, that's on the podcast. Wherever it is that you get your podcasts. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, this is – they're starting to trickle out, like, at least a little bit. And it's, like, to me, when I would – because you know how it is. Like, you want to get in there early before they move. And a lot of props don't necessarily move as fast as, like – sides and totals and things like that but you still want to kind of just see when it's there and jump early especially oh, yeah. if you have somebody you're like I like this guy whatever his number is receiving yards or receptions just I think it's going to be a big game like for yeah. me TJ Hawkinson I'm like he had eight receptions week one and you've got a depleted Eagles defense couple of linebackers out too so you're going to have a you know, there's going to be a mismatch situation with TJ Hawkinson at tight end so it's already out obviously now because they play tomorrow but that was one where I just you know you see it right away and say I'm going in no matter what the number is Absolutely. I like the anytime touchdown price. You're getting better than two to one odds, like you said with Hawkinson. But that's mm-hmm. usually what I'll do with my props. If I want an over, I'm waiting, waiting, waiting. I want to play it right away. Usually Thursday, Friday night. Uh, the earlier, the better. And then maybe you go back and you play some unders on Sunday. I never play an under early in the week because no, those no. numbers are going to be inflated. You know what I mean? But um, I do play my overs right away. Because if I miss the number, I can't play it again. Like, for example, even with Garrett Wilson, that's a bet that I lost. And it sucked losing that bet because I waited, 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 and then I paid minus 145 juice on him to go over five and a half receptions. Mm. The market's really, really caught up, obviously, with player props, and it doesn't help when Zach Wilson's throwing him the football and Aaron Rodgers is off on the first drive. But he closes with five, and I laid the minus 145 juice when I could have had even money with Garrett Wilson to go over the five and a half receptions if I bet it early, but then everybody got to it. So overs, always early, unders, late, late, late. Speaking of late, late. Asia Wilson, man, getting late there in your brain. No, I just, I feel like I really want to bet this under, like kind of big too. One seventy one and a half. You, you need to talk me off of this. <laughs> talk him off the ledge, Tristan. Oh man, I mean, they've been so far this year slightly an over team. It keeps lighting up my board though. It's even, it's like, it's like asking. Oh wait, never mind. That's because I selected it. <laughs> I, I, I thought we were getting some wide movement. It's still sitting there one seventy one and a half. You know what? I'm staying away. Man, and I'm also, even though it's... So, you're going with the sky, huh? Yeah, I am. My squad, from 17 to 16 and a half, minus 115. The Aces only lost six games yeah, this the, season. Uh, the Aces are 24 mm-hmm. and 16 to the over. So, stay I away. probably wouldn't take an under. I'll stay away. I'll stay away. Big on Minnesota tomorrow. Justin Jefferson, anytime touchdown. You're getting a lot that. of, like, 85, 94 games. Yeah. So, I don't... I don't love it. I'm not going to lie to you. Last time the Chicago Sky played them, it was 94-87. So that's uh, 181. I was just thinking maybe the defense tightens up because it's maybe. the playoffs. But 
I just probably wouldn't touch it myself. Is there a difference in the way games are officiated like in the NBA? No. It's I pretty mean, much the same in the WNBA. It's just more care, I would say. Just mm-hmm. more trying hard. More, well, I guess that's almost every – well, maybe not the NFL. I feel like the NFL is really the only sport where you say like every weekday – or weekday, jeez. Every week game – in the regular season. If I could speak, that would be great. Like, it matters in the NBA, baseball, uh, hockey. Like, you throw out all these other sports, and there's the, well, you know, guys got to take nights off a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? Staying away. No doubt. All right, there you go. Done. 41-27 now, the sun over the links. 154 to go in the second. Mm -hmm. It might be time to play a little game, right, Scott? It is a Wednesday, so let's play a little Would You Rather. It's now time to play Would You Rather. With BetMGM tonight on the BetQL Network. Would you rather on a Wednesday? I'm going to make sure I can pronounce this properly, even though I've been hearing it I since can't last wait. Weekend. I've been waiting for this, no, actually. It's all You're a professional. Would you rather? Trista will start with you. Would you rather trust Puka Nakua or T. Higgins at a flex position? For your fantasy football team this week, would mm. you rather, T? Oh, that's a great question. Thank yeah. you, Dylan. I think the fact that I know what T. Higgins can do um, is, and the the large sample size that I have with T. Higgins probably leads me to say I'd rather take T, especially considering that I don't know how much faith I have in this Baltimore Ravens secondary either. Big red zone target. Like, he's in a contract year he's gonna want to get paid he's coming off of a bad game so for me i'd rather take t who's a legit receiver who i know is real deal than someone who you know quite frankly could be a flash in the pan yeah i especially this early in the season it's about the trust factor what's the resume look like how much in terms of history have you seen with a certain player in this type of situation and you go t higgins matchup certainly matters there too but if you didn't pick up Puka Nakua on the waiver wire and he was available in your fantasy league, well, you're crazy. You should absolutely stash him and see what he looks like. Those are the guys week one and week two. That can help you win fantasy leagues is the guys that you snag off the waiver wire early on that come out of nowhere. Like years ago, Victor Cruz was that guy. Mm -hmm. I'll never forget. Like nobody knew who this guy was to all of a sudden, you better grab him because he he became a star. So I'm not saying Puka Nakua is going to become a star necessarily, but we know that there's a lot of targets that are going to be available to him. Maybe Cooper Cup never comes back. Cooper Cup may not play this entire season at this rate again. I know. Sorry. You know what? It's your fault you drafted him. All right, there were You're injury right. questions. You happy it's, now? You're yes. right. Thank you. I, could you teach my wife how to say that? Oh, that would wow. be great. Wow, this is just, <laughs> I didn't want to go here. Yeah, I picked up Puka actually in my ESPN league, so I'm looking at it right now. He's projected 12 against a really good San Francisco secondary where you could beat him beat, or you could beat him deep. They're going to take away all the underneath stuff. But man, I don't know. That Niners secondary, they didn't, they didn't allow Kenny Pickett to push the ball down the field. They were pretty damn good. Uh, pass rush didn't skip a beat. So he's projected 12. Even Higgins, the problem with Higgins is he's wide receiver number two, and then you have uh, Jamar Chase coming off a real quiet game, and he's doubling down. He's calling the Browns defenders elves. He's projected 20 points. But I would still play T. He's projected 14. I have him in the flex right now just because that Baltimore secondary is not what it was a couple years ago, already dealing with a bunch of injuries, and he's going to get the targets. And he didn't have a single catch. Uh in that game, yeah. week one. So I think he's going to have a bounce back game. And he's trying to get himself paid this year. So All Burrow's going to give him the targets. I'd go I'd go T. A little more would you rather. Uh, Nick, pick a team, any team. Team to start 0-2. Kansas City, after their loss to Detroit. Mm-hmm. Or Cincinnati, 
after their loss to Cleveland. Who goes 0-2? Give me one. Look, Would you ne- rather? Neither looked great, but Cincinnati looked way, way worse. And the one thing I've been saying about the Bengals is that they get off to slow starts. They've done it the last couple of years. They started 0-2 last season. And as, as bad as the receivers were for Kansas City against Detroit, they had the dropskis. And it was a problem. You're likely going to have Travis Kelsey back, and that's going to change everything. And, I mean, listen, as of you know as much as I love Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow's not either 100% or rusty or whatever the case is. Patrick Mahomes has at least had more reps with this offense in camp, in the preseason, heading into the regular season here now. There's still more of a rhythm, and they didn't look bad early on in that game. So give me the Bengals as a team that I would rather bet on if I had to bet either one to start off 0-2. I'll go with the Chiefs, actually, because I bet the Jags <gasps> at three and a half. That, that, actually, yeah. that actually just went to three and a half because Kelsey's most likely going to p- uh, play and Chris Jones is back, which is obviously huge for the defensive side of the ball. But I like Cincinnati, actually, uh, against Baltimore. Even though Baltimore's been a really good bet under Harbaugh as underdogs, I just think Cincinnati bounces back. I don't know what was up week one. I didn't like the offensive game plan. Way too much Joe Mixon. Yet yeah. seen Joe Burrow in a month and a half, so there was a little bit of rust there. Um, but I expect the offense at least to bounce back. I still have questions, though, about Cincinnati's secondary. You lose a guy like Jesse Bates in the secondary, it's obviously a huge loss. So I'll go with, uh, man, it's crazy to say, the defending champs, the Chiefs, to start 0-2 and still be fine. They're still be, they'll still be favored in the next 15 games. We'll get to them next hour. Trista? Yeah, I think I'm right there with Ryan. Why? Uh, I just don't really trust this Chiefs offense, just like structurally right now. Travis Kelsey, whether he comes back or not, he's not 100%. You hyperextend your knee, that injury lasts a while. So you're not going to be your full explosive self. They are going to key in on you. Everyone now knows that the rest of the receivers are not trustworthy. And what we know about Jacksonville is that they can score in bunches, right? Like Trevor Lawrence now has Calvin Ridley, who went off for over 100 yards. Travis Etienne went crazy. Like, you still have Christian Kirk there. You still have Evan Ingram there. Like, you've you've basically said, okay, the Jags have four times as many weapons as the Kansas City Chiefs. So, for me, if I had to choose one, I I would take the Jags at the crib to win. The only thing that really concerns me defensively with the Bengals, though, they gave up 206 yards on the ground to the Browns. Mm-hmm. And if you're the Ravens, you're going to try and, like, I know they won't have J.K. Dobbins. No justice, but gonna, no peace. They want to take advantage of that as <laughs> much as they can. And it may be Lamar Jackson running the ball a lot more, too. Absolutely. Because, the, look, the, the three sacks on Watson last week, so they're going to be going after Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson was 2 of 7 for 14 yards uh, and sacked three times with an interception when pressured uh, last week, so you're you know like that's exactly what the Bengals are going to do again. So you're maybe designing more runs. Maybe there's some you know just different design runs, something to get Lamar Jackson involved maybe on the ground early, so. and then get after you know get some of your other other running backs involved with J.K. Dobbins out. The we, deep down, I know it's a new offensive coordinator, but if Harbaugh's going to sit and say we take need to take advantage of the run, that's what they're going to do, and maybe they exploit the Bengals' run defense. Got time for one more quick one. Ryan, you can start. Would you rather bet Josh Allen, Offensive Player of the Year, uh, plus 4,000 at BetMGM, or pick your shop, uh, most interceptions? I've seen him at 5-1 to one to lead the NFL after that horrific start. You, T, and Nick were all over this Monday night at uh, BetMGM out at National Harbor. Oh, man. See, I would rather go with the price, Offensive Player of the Year, but the problem is if he's going to be good enough to win Offensive Player of the Year, he'll just win MVP because that's the quarterback award. Offensive Player of the Year will most likely go to a wide receiver. 
not Garrett Wilson. Maybe Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> maybe Jamar Chase. Maybe so Stephon Diggs. I would go with the picks, although I don't think he leads the league in picks. I think they're going to clean that up. He's going to have to clean that up. So I'll go with 5-1 to one most interceptions. It sucks because you'd rather the price be a little bit better, but yeah, I'm going to go with him leading the league in picks if you're going to pick one of those. Simply because... He made some stupid mistakes, and it may continue on in the season. Yeah, that's what he does. One bad decision after another. Once it's in his craw, it's stuck in his craw. I would bet him MVP, though, yes. over most picks. I would take the MVP price. Yeah, and, and like, and there's still, listen. He's you still could, really good. He could he could throw, oh. let's say, 12 picks this entire season. But what if he throws 40 touchdowns and they still win exactly. 12, 13 games? Rushes for 600 yards. Right. Like, there's still so much of it. One game is not going to dictate the entire season, but it certainly set them back. Uh, we talked about the drop skis with the Chiefs. Was it a one-time thing, or maybe it is a bigger issue? What Andy Reid had to say about it next. It's Bet MGM Tonight.